out here in these streets. What's going on, good people? Welcome to another episode of the 710 of Slickville Show. I am your host, Jay Brown, and a.k.a. Mr. 710, and I am joined by my guest host, <laughs> Sheridan hey Leo. Uh, if y'all don't know who this is, y'all hear, y'all hear Sway talking about it all the time. Um, cause she be in the chat room representing and we appreciate all her contributions. So it's that much better. Uh, is there a way to completely silence that thing? Um, mm-hmm. okay, cool. Yeah. If y'all like this, this is our first time out. So don't, don't, don't worry about taking it easy on her. She can handle herself, but, uh, we got a jam packed show for you all today. But before we get to that, how you doing today? I'm good. You good. know, trying to survive out here in this monsoon to get over here. You know, it was raining cats, dogs, chickens, and rabbits, and all type of stuff. But I made it. You did make it. You was on time, <laughs> too. Um, where, where you from, Sheridan? I'm from Willacca, Florida. A small, like, this big. How you spell that? W-E-L-A-K-A. Vast capital of the world. Shout what? out to the 386. What is that close to? We are close to Duval. So close okay. to Jacksonville. Okay, okay. That'll okay. be like the next. We in between Jacksonville and Orlando. Okay. In the deep woods. So yeah, you you know you know what it's like to be out there in that rain. That, I do. I do. So it so you driving in some rain ain't nothing new. Ain't nothing yeah. new for you. Unlike uh, some of. Yeah. <laughs> You know, when it rains, she was like, no, nah, I don't drive in the rain. We don't drive in the rain in Montgomery. And I was like, well, <laughs> that's because driving through all that mud and stuff since y'all still got that rolls down there. I'm going to go ahead and get all the jokes off wow. while she ain't here. But listen, guys, we have a we got a great show for y'all tonight. It's going to be a little heavy, unlike, you know, most of the other shows because we got to talk about some stuff. But... I mean, that doesn't change. This is an interactive show. So like, share, comment, um, call in. We want to hear what y'all got to think of, what y'all got, what y'all thinking about this, uh, these situations. Uh, it's 470-251-4343. And before we get to that, we want to thank everybody for watching via Status Network app on Amazon Fire Stick, whether it's on Instagram, Facebook, Periscope, Roku, YouTube Live. We want to thank you for tuning in and go ahead and share this feed with someone who is against getting shot if y'all want to get shot there don't worry about sharing that feed with those people but if you're against getting shot go ahead and share this feed with somebody else that's against getting shot because um and once you share it go ahead and type shared in the comments type shared in the comments so that um, we can enter you into this drawing. We got some free, we got some gifts coming out oh, real soon. Free stuff. Real soon, yeah, it's free gifts. I'm not even gonna charge y'all for shipping a handle. I'm gonna pay for it myself. <laughs> but on tonight's show, we're gonna do since last week. We also got the question of the night. I've already put that in the Facebook chat. Um, we're gonna have the Jay's two minute tirade. We're gonna talk about this mass shooting, these mass shootings, plural. What's going on? Uh, all the way, all the way from Negril, Jamaica. They already up in here. Shout out to you, E. Yeah, uh, go ahead and pull up a chair and the microphone, young lady. Yeah, yeah, we've started. Yeah, no, 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 we, no, no, no. Yeah, just, just come on. What you doing? Oh, you come online. There you go. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, we are so glad for you to join us. Okay. And so, uh, it started raining. My nerves bad. It wasn't raining past my house. And so I got to pass downtown, and then I was like, oh, Jason. <laughs> you don't do the rain. Y'all don't know how close she was to turning around and calling this one in, but because Ooh. Sheridan and Leo was here. Oh, sh- it had been raining like it was by my house. Like, y'all, you and Sheridan might have been here by yourself. Like, raining, like, people started turning on their hazard lights. Like, everybody started getting crazy. Yeah. Stop the manners. I'm doing something. I thought you was. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, my nerves bad. Okay. All right. All right. So, since last week, did anything exciting happen last week? I mean, we, we going to get to the other stuff. Hmm. Anything exciting? No, you know, just 
last week was preparing for my son to go back to school. He attends school in Cobb County, so it was a lot of running around, getting situated with that, but nothing exciting. I wish. Something nothing. exciting. So when, when did they start? They started last Thursday. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's dope to start at the end of the week. That's what I'm talking about. Two days. <laughs> it's almost like a little something to get their feet wet, and then they dive in for this week. Right, right, right. What about you, um... Um, let's see, anything new? No, went home, baby shower, babies everywhere, Lord. everybody having a baby. Um, and then that's it, yeah, nothing major, yeah, nothing major happened. Nothing major. Nothing okay. major. I booked oh. a wedding, so I'll be doing a wedding. Oh, yes. So. Booked and busy, booked and busy. Booked and busy. Oh, okay, that's what I'm you, you doing... What you doing for the wedding? So the bride has everything already together. She wants a coordinator for the day of. My favorite kind of bride. So all I got to do is just show up the day before, make sure everything is together, get with the decorators and stuff like that, and just make sure it runs the way she wants it to run the day of. So that's it. Right, My man. favorite kind of bride. Get that paper then. That's right. That Getting the corn. But yeah, like since last week, um, our kids started school. And Praise him. Yeah. Praise him. Yeah. Did, did it make me a bad parent? Yes. If I didn't uh, get them back to school haircuts. Jason, why? I actually forgot. They you don't care that it. much. But you should care. What? You should care. I care all the time. I did it stop because school was starting? No, I brush their hair all the time. Brush their hair when all I got, the time. When I dropped them off at school... On Thursday, I was like, damn. <laughs> no, I, I knew I was forgetting something. <laughs> you had everything else in order, though, right? Everything else is they in order. They had all the school supplies that they needed. They had clothes. Well, they weren't too pressed. They didn't say anything to you about it. They never say anything to me about getting a haircut. They don't care that much. Right. But it ain't. I think it's just a function of them not caring because the little girls hadn't cared yet. And so, oh, wow. you know, they go to school. I'm like, did y'all roll around on y'all? When I pick them up in the afternoon, I'm like, did y'all roll around on y'all heads today? Yes. And he's like, no. Yes, they did. But <laughs> did you do this the whole time? Like, rub your hair backwards and just get it to roll up extra? Oh, man. Because that's that's what y'all hairs look like. And so when I tell them I'm going to cut it, they're like, do you have to? Yes. Because y'all look like that. Also, um... Since last week, I went skating for the first time in about 15, 20 years. Wow. Yeah. So I was out there in them starlight streets. <laughs> was you roll bouncing? No. You know I, was, the... I, was, I was a little on the stiff side because yeah. I, oh, I ain't yeah. about to fall for nobody. I don't care what you say. Man. I ain't falling for nobody. Did you have a, the little rail that they have out there with the little kids? <laughs> I got some video of that. The six-year-old had the rail. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, you said you didn't fall, so I was just trying to make no, sure no, you were safe. No, no, I don't need that. I don't need okay. that. I, I got, I have balance. But I, you know, I, once I got a little loose. Now, only one thing that happened, you know, it's always those kids out there that can skate like a little bit better mm -hmm. than everybody else. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Was this one kid that was skating and he was just going, he was just acting a whole damn fool. And, uh, yeah, he ran into a lady. You know what? Mm -hmm. I never learned how to skate on the, the four wheels. I can only do like rollerblades. Really? I never learned. You just skipped over that and went I, straight to the... Straight to the inline. It was when it was real popular when they first came out. Straight to the inline skate. Oh, that tells our age because I know four wheels. <laughs> no, I remember when the, the inline skates came out. I remember when the inline skates came out, but black people didn't use those that much. Except the her. first pair that I got. Wow. Wow. Your I parents see, had faith in you. I see you, girl. Yeah, you was going to make it. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you was going to make it. Um, but yeah, like, then this dude, he ran into a girl, mm -hmm. and then he ran into another dude. And so at that point, I'm skating like Debo. <laughs> I wish you would. I'm skating big. <laughs> I wish you would. Did you come around here? Chest pumped out. Chest all the way out. I'm not even, I'm not even hitting the music no more. I'm like... Yeah, where you at? Where you at? You just want to 
See, you always ready for something to pop off. Got to be. When you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. Because you know what? Because you say that, you got to be aware of your surroundings. And, you know, you always, you always, you say somebody's looking for stuff to pop off. I'm real observant of my surroundings. Like, I, I know what's going on around me. Like, I'm not going to be surprised. And so, you know, with this stuff and our, our primary topic today is um, all this mass this mass gun violence and these mass shootings, like, I don't know if there's anything that could prepare you for when when that's going to pop off. And, hell, if I'm out here skating, you know, you're going to take off running. Maybe you start popping off in, into the rink. Hit like, the floor. Yeah, I mean, I can't go nowhere if he's standing over me. But I mean, this this is the that's the whole scenario. Like a right. lot of these people, all of these people that got shot this weekend did not plan on it, right. and they were just out in a situation where, you know, whether you at a Walmart or you at you know in line at a nightclub spot, all of this stuff pops off. So, question of the night: um, What does the increase in mass shootings make you question the most? Mental illness, which they try to put right. out there first. Guns, white supremacist groups, right. or leadership. It's all in the chat room. If y'all already uh, comment on it, I'm going to go ahead and, and check out. Some people say BNC already, um, which is white supremacist group and, groups and guns. Um, shout out to Jennifer Wells for sharing this feed. Shout out to Julian for uh, sharing the feed. Um, if you had not shared this feed, go ahead and share this feed because we're trying to have a a whole live conversation. So stop playing with us. And uh, I'm just going to go ahead and just get right into uh, Jay's two-minute tirade. That's brought to you by our sponsor, Beyond Clean. Beyond Clean is a dedicated service-oriented business that strives to make your cleaning experience user-friendly, safe, affordable, and readily available to all our clients. We are currently licensed and serve in the state of Georgia, Illinois, and Indiana. We tailor our services to meet all of your cleaning needs. So to better assess how we can help, we offer free estimates, and all of our work is backed by 100% satisfaction guarantee. Please contact us at 708-829-4102 or email at beyondcleancleanerservices.yahoo.com. You'll know the difference because it's beyond clean. There we go. Now look, I'm. You, you hear these? What's up? Oh, the Duchess said that. Um, she said nothing to your question. To answer your question, she said she left her kids at home when the Walmart and went to Walmart that night. I rather than be home. Okay, I feel you on that. Felder boy said he has his popcorn to check out his my my cousin, his cousin-in-law. Okay, <laughs> his cousin-in-law. Who's his cousin-in-law? He? But he's my brother, so cousin and law will be oh, shared. Man. I don't know y'all whole. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. My okay. cousin, remember? <laughs> <laughs> All right, and so you say I don't know if anybody hadn't heard about it, but if you hadn't, you know there were two mass shootings this uh, this past weekend. Um, one in El Paso, Texas, at Walmart. Um, the death total has rose uh, up to twenty-two. Um, 24 injured. Dayton, Ohio, nine dead, 27 injured, and all of this stuff happened. And the the Dayton one happened in 30 seconds. Wow. All right. And so That's as crazy. far as yeah, yeah, that is crazy. Let me go ahead and I need to set my timer so I don't just go buck wild. We can talk about a lot of this stuff after we get done after this little tirade because it's gonna be a lot that I'm gonna talk about, but. Like I said, I just, I try not to be hostile every time something like this happens. But at the same time, it's okay. It's it hard happens, not to. It happens too often. Yeah, like I don't I don't want to be one of those people to get numb to, to situations like, you know, if you're in a relationship and you, you get numb to your partner lying to you and stuff like yep. that, you're like, you know what, I know you're lying. Don't even worry about it. Like, you just leave. This is not one of those type of situations. So, I got my clock started. We got two minutes, and let's go. All right. And so, for everybody that don't want to say it, domestic terrorism is alive and well. 
The bad part about it is there are too many excuses for why and not enough solutions. And so when you talk about the the excuses that people give, and I don't care who does it, whether it's, you know, the media, the president, or whoever, mental illness, oh, he was bullied, oh, he was a troubled teen, or oh, he was a loner, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It doesn't matter. It keeps happening, and that's the problem. Um, and anytime someone wants to have a conversation about a potential solution, if you start with saying, what about Chicago? Or, you know, if we ban guns, we should ban alcohol because that kills people too and that's legal. Or, you know, anything else. Oh, well, they can smoke cigarettes and that's, and that's legal. Maybe we should just ban people from driving since people kill each other with cars. You are probably part of the problem. Yep. Like, stop deflecting. Like, right. we will talk about Chicago when we talk about Chicago. We'll right. talk about alcohol when we talk about alcohol. Right. Um, all of these things, we're trying, we trying to push for a change. And speaking of change, this is the time to change the, the picture that they have in a dictionary under terrorists. Because it's, yeah, it's, okay. it's not that person with the t- uh, turban anymore. Absolutely. It's... it's that guy next door with the glasses and the trench coat and all that stuff. Like, and I think the part that makes more people mad is they're mad that it happened, but these terrorists also get a chance to tell their story about after the terroristic activity has taken place. Right. Um, that's if they don't kill themselves. But it's also bad that there are a pe- group of people that when stuff like this happens, they ask, and they still alive? Mm-hmm. Going to McDonald's got, and stuff. Right, because we got somebody that was selling cigarettes that hadn't killed anybody. They didn't make it to tell his side of the story. All right, so that's my two-minute tirade. There's a whole bunch of other stuff that we're going to get to. What's going on, good people? Guys, if you haven't shared this feed, go ahead and share this feed. Comment, share it in there so we can enter you in this drawing for this uh, for this prize. We already got a winner from last week. I'm going to go ahead and get that sh- uh, sent out. I'm going to shoot you an email or a DM or a direct message. And not us so you can get this stuff. Go ahead. What you got? The chosen one, fifteen seventy nine, said domestic terrorism is not an issue because it doesn't affect the white demographic. But it can. I mean, as far as domestic, it's an issue because it's it's here. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, flash flood warning confirmed. Yes. I was in it. Whatever. <laughs> All right. And so, yes, I mean it. It's an issue, so let me let me get your thoughts on that. Well, I think it definitely goes back to who our leader is. He is def- he is out there just inciting all type of racism. He's not condemning anything. Mm-hmm. And so people are really, all of those people who used to be silent and hiding behind their hoods and things like that, they're not doing that anymore. They are really getting bold mm-hmm. and doing what they want to do to whomever. whomever whether that's shooting up the malls or shooting up the movie theaters or walking up to you in your face and calling you a N-I-G-G-E-R. You know, he's not con- he's not condemning any of those things. So people are just really getting bold with it. So I personally think it all, a lot of it, a lot of it definitely goes back to 4-5. Oh, yeah. But he's the first one to be like, we need to build a wall. And that's not going to do anything to stop What's going on here, right, because those are not people who are overseas or people who are in Mexico or or wherever they are, Americans who are right here. And they they feel that they can do it comfortably because of the leader that Mm -hmm. we have. Now, that's the the other part. Like, I can't pretend like, you know, when the election passed that there there wasn't, you know, when it happened that there wasn't a different type of vibe in the air. And I don't know if it was just it could have just been me. And no, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take my blame for the part of it. But when I got to work the next day, you could tell that there was a different level of chipperness that like they was like mm-hmm. we won and we can do this. But at the same time it was also like Yeah, I wore a Black Lives Matter shirt to work and people looked at me like I don't know how I feel about that. And if you feel some kind of way, that's a personal problem. 
But it's also a personal problem for me because I, when I see a, when I see one of those red hats, right, I feel some kind of way. I'm like, yo, that person got to be racist right there. I know that right. person racist. Right. So doesn't that make you feel a certain way on the inside? Like, is it just me or your mood, your attitude towards? <laughs> Let me choose my words carefully. Colonizers. <laughs> That's a good word. Like, do you feel just different sometimes, just even when you in a room or when you out and about, just just different? Like, kind of just, I don't know. I'm Kind of upset, just kind of, not all the time, but easily can be kind of upset or, it's like I'm always on the defense for me. Like, I was home this weekend and I was ready for one to jump in line in front of me at the, <laughs> It's just like it's it's like it's you just kind of always just on edge or just feeling a certain kind of way for me. Okay, I'm I wouldn't say that I'm necessarily on the defense. So I will say that yeah, I when I'm a lot more alert, okay, and so I'm a lot less tolerant to absolutely what people could deem as oh I didn't mean to say that absolutely because there's so much is. Everybody's gotten so hypersensitive, and I can say that I have too, but at the same time, it's like, yo, what you just say, like, so all the you people stuff, all of that stuff, and, and any of those other, any of those other, like, things that, that might be a little sly, like, oh, you know, I bought you some, I bought you this watermelon martini, here you go. I'm like, yo, man, yeah, or, you know what, what y'all want for this potluck, like chicken? <laughs> He's like, wait, <laughs> God. Oh. I don't even eat potlucks, so no, I don't want that either. Yeah, I don't you follow too. But. No, no. But yeah, you, you, you definitely have to. I, I'm kind of. I kind of feel the same way. It's like I'm not. I don't think that I'm on edge, but it's almost like I'm. I'm ready. Right. I'm ready. So, like we said before, if you stay ready, you never have to get ready. So, don't come over here with the nonsense because I'm not the type of person. Like I'm not gonna get upset. But I'm going to educate you in a really nice, nasty manner. Nice, nasty. All right, so too blessed to be stressed, Hanifa said, uh, so, let me see, like when she was saying white people, when white people do it, it's a mental health issue. But if us as brown people, you know, we criminals or monsters or whatever they want the public to think. And, mm -hmm. I mean, it is. Like, the the first thing... The first thing that they do in any situation is bring up a criminal history. What's the worst thing that we can say about you that uh, to make it make it make it seem okay mm -hmm. for whatever right. happened? Um, whether it's oh well, the reason why we did this is because he was a he was had superhuman strength and I couldn't I couldn't just take him down with my police training. I had to use a gun and a taser and a billy club and call my mm -hmm. friends to stomp him out after we had already and arrested him and, and, and choked and choked the rest of them with illegal moves because the all of the resources that I have as a trained police officer didn't work. His superhuman strength did not allow me to use those that training. Whereas you know, like I said, when they say, is he still alive? You had him walk up, and this dude just came. Absolutely. And that that white guy with the gun, with the automatic rifle that just committed a super crime is less of a threat than just a random black dude. And that's the part... That's another part that that pisses people off because it's it's not it's one thing to be like yo I don't I don't want to fear when I go out mm -hmm. I don't want to fear nothing when I go out whether if I go to this movie is somebody gonna shoot at the screen right or just haul off or is is it that day right. while we out skating and you know I got my family out is it that day right. when I turn on the news. And hear that, you know, an entertainment district got shot up in Dayton, Ohio. Is it is it that day for some of my family? I got family in Dayton. Now they got they got a family, so they don't kick it like that. Right. Yeah. But still, you like, damn, like this is this is close. Is it that day? And um, 
It ain't it ain't no fault of your own. What you need a, you needed a bag of sugar and somebody just happened to go in there and Walmart and pop 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 and try to make it happen. Like I just like I said, I, I don't I don't live in fear, but at the same time, it's just like yo, what's the solution? How do we fix it? I will say I'm more nervous or aware when I'm in crowded spaces. Mm-hmm. I will say that. It's just okay, and it, all right, so we we're having this conversation, and I saw something that was kind of disturbing on social media this weekend, and it was a one of the football analysts from ESPN, cop just made a post, a singular post mm-hmm. about all the mass shootings that has happened. I saw that, and then, of course, you know, I just I just go in and just. Look at the comments. Let's see what these folks got to say. Stick to football. Mm-hmm. Stick to sports. Oh, if we wanted some, if we wanted these type of stats, we would go to Fox News or somewhere else. Oh, what about Chicago and all this stuff? And I'm just like, this is the problem. This is the problem. Like, I understand that don't like if it doesn't bother you that. Multiple people get keep getting killed, or exactly. you know, you want to talk about Chicago? Let's we can talk about Chicago. Yeah, seventy people got shot in Chicago this weekend, wow. and it's a totally different reason for what happened in El Paso and in Dayton. Now, I will say, like I've lived in another country for two and a half years, and where there was not a single day that I stepped out of my house that I feared for my life in a way that hey. Somebody's going to shoot me. Mm-hmm. I didn't see guns. You didn't hear guns. Mm-hmm. I couldn't understand the news because it was in Korean, but at the same time, <laughs> I, did not, I did not see... But you didn't have that fear. Multiple like, gun violence. Like, my buddy and I, you know, I mean, when he was alive, we, we had a conversation. We was walking down the streets of South Korea, and we were just like, you know what? It feel weird to let my guard down in this way, but I don't have to be like that right now. Like you do when you're back home. You back home, you always on alert. You always watching. Mm-hmm. Like, I got done playing that basketball game uh, a couple weeks ago, and a dude was walking in the parking lot. And I was, I was, what you, what you doing? Right. Like, what, what do you want? Because I know you got, you about to come over and say something to me, right. but I don't have money on me. Right. And if I don't have money, like, what, what's going to be the outcome of this situation? So, yes, I'm looking at, I'm watching you all the way to my car and all the way away from my car because I don't want to unlock my car door. Because if I, I if I got to whoop your ass, you're going to have to, well, if you get me, you're going to have to find my keys. Like, right. this, this, it, it just ain't going to be no easy getaway. But I never had that thought over there. And it was weird to have to turn it on and now it feels like you almost have to, I don't know, turn it on more, but at the same time, it's like, yo, that ain't no way to live. I think for me, it's just all about, I'm going to be honest, I do not watch the news. I cannot watch it. It is depressing. It Mm -hmm. makes me sick. It Mm -hmm. just, it puts me in a bad space. So I don't watch it. If it doesn't post on social media, and I know some people may think that's bad, but that's for (laughs) me to protect my own peace, Mm -hmm. you know, but... Um, that's going to stop me from being afraid when I go out because you can't stop yourself from going to the grocery store, from going to work. I work mm-hmm. at a at a place where there are thousands of students, you know, so we do active shooter drills all the time, but I can't let that stop me from wanting to be able to go out. So I, I just don't watch the news, but I am aware of these situations when I go places, like something I do. When I go out to a restaurant or out to eat or something, I don't sit with my back to the door yeah. at all, period. Yeah. I need to be able to see an exit. If it needs to be a getaway, if it's going to be a stampede, a riot, a fight, I need to be able to get to the quickest exit and then to my vehicle as quickly and safely as possible. So um, for me, I don't watch the news, but I am aware of situations when I go out. Yeah. Let me ask you this, because she said something that was interesting. How many active shooter drills did you go to while you was coming up through school? Like for real, you went you went to tornado drills coming up. You got tornado drills, tornado Fire drills, drills. <laughs> not active shoot, not one. I can't remember not one. Yeah, but tornadoes every every quarter, every semester. 
Like you straight yep. up. Like how yep. like this is a thing. Yep. After shooter drills. Yep. yep. And they're required to do them now. You are required to go to active shooter drills. Um, I know we would at least do it at least once a year. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, as the subsequent years go on, you have to be... Because things change. Right. Tactics change. So they had to keep the people updated. Like, if you worked at the post office and the active shooter drill ha- was something that went on like 10, 15, 20 years ago when going postal was a thing, like, <sighs> all right. We understand that because going going postal, that was something that that was a term. That yeah. was that was a term. Like yeah. yeah, you worked at the post office and you gotta let go. It was it was a good chance you might have ran back up in there. Right. But for it to be like a common thing at school, like I need to ask I need to ask the number one and number one and number two, had they been had they had to do an active shooter drill at their school, because that's. That's insane right now. Like, I'm tripping, but, you know, Sandy Hook was a school. Columbine was a school. I'm just, just two of them right off, excuse me, two right off the top of my head. And it's like, yo, like these folks are running up in schools and shooting off and, hell, they don't even be students. Like, so for the bullying, for some of the bullying, um, yeah, even talking about 24-year-old dudes got bullied. Come on, man. Get, come on, man. <laughs> Wait, what? Come on, man. <laughs> come on. I missed it. <laughs> well, like you said, they make every excuse for them, but for us, right. you know, there's nothing. It's just we were criminals. Or, right. Um, we, somebody smoked weed when they was 14, and it's had such an effect on them, them 15 years later. Like, well, when? How did that happen? Like, I understand. Like, hey, you just go ahead and use it and be like, "Yo, that's these are all nice words to be like, yo, he was crazy." But at the same time, there's a whole bunch of crazy people out there. Like, don't, don't let's not kid Please. ourselves and yeah. think that it ain't it ain't a whole bunch of crazy people out there. But it's crazy people that ain't that ain't out there killing, killing a whole people. bunch right. of people. Exactly. And I. Just because you a loner, that don't make you out here like, oh, he was he was lonely. He didn't have no friends, so he went and shot up a whole bunch of people. Well, that's not a way to make friends, buddy. No. <laughs> Ain't it? They was like, oh, this was a this was a lone wolf. It was a cry for help. Uh, yeah, well, who you need? I don't understand none of that. Let me see. My niece explaining to me what they do in their school, and they and she cried. They do it. They do. Yeah. It's common in schools now. Or they, like Jennifer Wells said, they blame video games. They've mm-hmm. been had shooting the video games, but right. if, like, I played... Uh, We've been shooting ducks at the screen forever. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to that. <laughs> yeah, uh, left-hand rookie said, can't say it's nothing. It's how media twists the story. If the shooter is black, it becomes a product of their environment. Mm-hmm. If they white, he was bullied. He was bullied, and he was a loner. Trouble. His mom trouble. and dad divorced. Yeah, ever like, since his ever since his dad left, he's had problems. So what? Like all the stuff, all the stuff that that causes some of these people to to go crazy. And I'm I'm a use crazy. I don't, I don't care. I don't care about mental illness. Uh, I care about it, but what? not in, not with how they well, trying to use it. Right. How they trying to use it as an excuse. But we're not going to, it just can't be it. Mm-hmm. That just can't be it. Uh, like, But you know what, too? I think the media takes a large responsibility in it, too. Like, who is sitting at the top of these newspapers and news stations that's saying, oh, let's figure out what happened in their life? so that we can make a spin on it. They're doing mm-hmm. a lot of stuff for stories, too. So we know that that's not the actual reason that they shot up a, a Walmart because you had... It's beyond a mental illness. Yes, mental illness is real, but it was beyond that. And let's not just say, oh, it's because you had daddy issues or something right. like that. No. Yeah, the same way that you dig <laughs> up stuff on brown people or people of other races, you can dig up stuff on those colonizers. Exactly. 
Like, but somebody needs to make that change. Here's an int- uh, interesting fact from um, Get Fit with Nikki. Um, harsher punishments for people with guns. She's saying in Jamaica it's an automatic 10 years if you're caught with a weapon. I did not know that. In Jamaica, do they have, like, are they, so I'm guessing they got strict gun control laws. Who has guns in Jamaica? Wow. Because that, that's a, that's a question. Uh, Nair Brown says she have a friend who now needs a kid who felt the need to get rid of his light-up shoes. He said that he had to hide in the closet. He didn't want the shooter to see them and figure out where he was. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Like, this is, oh this goodness. is where we are. This is where we are. And then, like I said, the excuses, all of them are just daily stuff that all other races have to deal with. We all go through. Like, mm-hmm. every, every other race has to be strong in such a way to deal with deal with life's, life situations. These right. are regular life situations exactly. that people have to deal with. And they don't, they don't go kill everybody. Exactly. But on the easiest setting... These fools, as soon as something goes crazy, it's like, yo, I gotta, I'm about to wreck this whole, wreck this site. The boy and Dayton killed his sister. Right. Sure yes, did. Yes, he sure did. Now, how sick you gotta be to kill your sibling? He killed his sister. Now, if she was the target, couldn't you wait for her to get home? Like, don't, you ain't gotta do it right. Like, do yourself. If you got that much of a problem with other people. Get yourself on out of the way because you're not gonna be able to get all of them. Mm-hmm. Like this, this is this is your this is the issue. Um, I did want to ask y'all a question about because I'm not against guns. I'm not against guns, but I do feel like there are things that can be put in place. And you yeah. know, every time you hear them say, "Hey, you know, we want harsher regulations." Of course, gun owners are like, they're taking away all our guns. Right. And I'm like, no, we're not taking away all your guns. We're just taking away, we're just making it harder to get the ones that people don't need. Exactly. Like, if you need a particular gun to hunt, then that hunting gun, that you're not out there with an AR-15 or AK-47 letting off rounds at deer. That ain't how you do it. I've never been hunting, but I'm sure. I'm absolutely positive that they're not letting off rounds at ducks like that. At ducks in that way. This is what I know. But I have friends that love guns. He might have two or three of them. He might have a rifle, uh, a couple handguns. And he's like, yo, can I come out to your house and shoot guns since you got a whole lot of land? Hey, man, have at it. Now, Never been in the military, not to my knowledge. Ain't, ain't no police officer. So, if you go to one of your friends' houses and they just have to, ha- they just happen to have a love for guns, is there a number of guns that you would, that they would have to have before you were like, shit, I might have, I might have to call the police on you. <laughs> Yeah, I couldn't be I couldn't be comfortable in somebody's house and and they got just guns all over the place. That's that's too much. If you're if I think a regular sane person have one gun in their home to protect their family or whatever, they typically have it up, put it up set in a safe or or, or wherever it needs to be. And that's it. But you go over somebody's house and they're like, let me show you this AK-47. Oh, bro, no. I got to go. Like, oh, no. Got, this is not, not the place to be. Like, if you had, like, if they said they had it, but they didn't have ammunition. Like, it, but it's, but you know the people that I got just don't, it. I just don't want to know got, nobody who got an A4, AK-47. Like, why? Like, they yeah. got. You, I, I mean, why? You work at the bank. What's going on? <laughs> why? Straight up. Oh, what is going on? That's, that's too much. Said it all. Okay. Okay. Right, so, you know I'm, I'm like, come on, bro. You were if so. You, if you went to a dude's house, uh-uh. If you went to a dude's house. This is like date six. Ooh, I'm, I'm glad you put that in there. But y'all, go ahead. So right, because it's not that many. Y'all went back, so you kind you know you know him enough to go back to his house. Y'all don't got a chance to know each other. Have phone conversations. It's day six. You decided to go to the crib, and he was like. So, I'm going to show you around. You know, he got a real nice house. Let me show you my, this is my basement. Opens up this cabinet. I can't. 
rifle, shotgun, okay. AR-15, AK-47, multiple handguns. I'm very inquisitive, so I ask questions. And now, question if you mean? have a shotgun, I'm, I'm gonna my automatic things. Maybe you're a hunter. Okay. But an assault rifle mm-hmm. that just. I would probably feel some type of way about that. I already, I'm kind of, I'm kind of impartial to guns anyway. I used to be a former um, gun carrier, concealed weapon. I had um, a permit out of the state of Alabama. Um, But now that I have a son that watches everything, like those are red flags to me. You know, um, you you're gonna have to have a very a very good reason to have all of those guns. And honestly, at the top of my head right now, I can't even think, can't think of, one. of one. So that's probably it's gonna be that's gonna be a no for me. I'm y'all. too paranoid. First of all, you already know that. <laughs> you know I'm too paranoid. I watch way too much Fatal Attraction. And oh, Lord. You already know I can't. I can't. And look, I and I have held. Uh, I have been a licensed um, gun carrier as well. Mm-hmm. It fit in the palm of my hand. It was very small, very simple. Yeah. That was that was easy. A little 22. <laughs> that was easy. That's all, you know, that, that was it. I can't do, I'm too paranoid. I'm like, yeah, you might decide that we, I can't go home one night. Are we together? We a family. You know, just, I watched way too many of those in TV One shows, but I'm too paranoid you to be. off the Lifetime Network. Uh, yeah. No, TV One. <laughs> ATL homicide. I watch way too. Oh my god! And it's always when somebody's just real nice and we together. And the next year or two, he is a situation. I just don't see how a normal person. You go to work every day. You've never been in the military. You've never been in, uh, you know, a police officer. You've never had any of those type of jobs where you, you know, could develop a love for guns. Mm-hmm. You just a regular old dude. Like, there was this football player, Greg One gun is enough. Who got in trouble for a a domestic abuse type of situation. And one of the things that that came out in the story is, like, he threw a girl down on the (laughs) bed of guns. And it was just like, wait, what? A what? Uh, A whole bed of guns? Not like... Like not on a pistol, but it was like a bed of guns. It had, like, they was talking like it was like eight guns. Since I'm out. And why do you got eight guns in the bed, just in general? But still, like, you got eight guns. Ain't nothing attractive to for, me about for that. For what? So just Shane said, guns aren't the issues. People are. Well, if they was, if they was fighting. Uh, we can deal with that. I don't know. I personally, I'm a little assault rifles are a bit much to me. Handguns, shotguns. You know, I'm not. I'm not afraid of guns, but. Mm. Like I said, a lot of things are when you're a parent, you just have a different mindset. So um, I don't, I don't even have my concealed weapon permit anymore. So, would you ever consider getting it back? Yes, at an age where I can really teach my son about gun safety. Mm-hmm. Yes, because and like his his dad side of the family, like they're hunters. So he's going to be introduced to right. shotguns and things like that at some point. But for me, you, you're going to have to be, that comes with age and maturity, right. you know, as far as talking about gun safety and things like that. And this is why I carry it. And, you know, I hope to never have to use it. But like you said, you got you to stay ready. So I was at the bowling alley today, and there were some old guys talking. One of them was a couple, one of, one of them might have been, I think one of them was in the military, retired. Um, and they were having a com- this same conversation. Mm-hmm. And the one old guy that was in the military was like, well, here's what I think. In Kennesaw, they rarely have any kind of gun problems at all. But I believe, if I heard him correctly, he said that you are required to carry while you're in, required to have a gun in Kennesaw. And so he said, his logic was, if I... If I know somebody has a gun, I'm less likely to act a fool because I know everybody got guns. That sounds familiar because I live up that way. And I remember someone saying, if you are a homeowner Home, in yeah. one of those towns okay. up there, you are required to, to either have a permit or have one on your on your property or something like that. I haven't looked into it myself, but I, I have heard that before as well. That's that's interesting, and I can I can see that. 
I can I can see how. Yeah, if everybody got guns, then. What they think? It, it so do they be think? The wild Wild West, or or people are less likely to break into homes, or you know, rob people up there. Is that is that their logic for everybody's required to have one? So everybody knows that everyone has one in Kennesaw. So it's you're like you're less likely to be in fear or to do criminal activities. Is that the thought process behind it? That's. I mean, you can say that, but at the same time, if they. They don't bring. What about Chicago? Because everybody got guns up there. Apparently, uh, everybody got guns up there. Everybody just go out shooting each other over there. So, what's the difference? There's a big difference. And, and everybody having guns in Kennesaw, and everybody having guns in Chicago. Well, like well, like he said, they're required to have it up there, or like the guy said, they're required to have it up there. So I guess it's a known fact that everyone has, you know, one up there. Would you would you assume would you assume if you just was out and you know, we just use the South Side for example, if you were just out, and you walk past a group of dudes, uh, just just a group of homes where it was people out on the porch, would you assume that most of them had guns somewhere? South Side Chicago, legal or not? Yeah, South Side Chicago. South Side Chicago is what he said. Oh, I probably um, would. I. See Oh, I yeah. spent a few summers in Chicago yeah, as a kid. Here's and what you do. You I don't know. Drive around the block twice. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> and you will find and out. <laughs> you will find out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. I was, uh, so back in the day. We, 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 we. I was out. I was going to pick up this. Going to pick up this girl. This is way before GPS and all this stuff. Oh, MapQuest. Print out the paper. MapQuest and... <laughs> Print out the paper. <laughs> the addresses were dark. MapQuest. MapQuest, yeah, thank you. Yeah. The addresses are dark, and I was driving. I was trying to look. And so now, it's like I'm creeping up this street that I know that I'm supposed to be on, but I can't see the addresses. So my... The Batmobile is a black Mercury Sable. Oh. I'm riding up and down the street looking at addresses, and now the first time through, it's like one or two people out. I'm like, damn, that might not be it. I turn. You circled around. Because I'm like, this got to be the right spot. Mm. I come back out, it was closer to 15 people out. Are they trying to see who you are? They trying to see, yeah. Yeah, they're trying they to see who you are. Almost willing to guarantee. Yeah, neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> Watch. <laughs> So what did you do? Did you stick your hand out with the right flag? No, no, no. I, I went to the end of the block and made a phone call. Like, hey, uh, which one of these houses? You're going to have to come out. <laughs> out in the street. you got to come out. Because I don't, I don't want them to think that this is anything other than me picking you up. Right. Because that ain't, that ain't going to be it. But. Did you wave them down? No, no. Hey. Do y'all know what 1545? <laughs> hey, straight up. But like I said, man, it's it's a it's a whole bunch of stuff. Like we got we got like nine minutes left um, that we that we could go into. Like I said, I just I don't want people to live in fear of what could happen, but I do want everybody to be aware of of your surroundings and and, and what's going on and and not to. If you most if you know it don't feel right, you probably don't trust your vibe. Trust it. Yeah. Trust your vibe. Trust it, cause there are times where just a person just don't feel right. Just yeah. And yeah. you know you can tell people like you know be nice to everybody and this and that and mm-hmm. you know that's that's all fine and dandy, but at the same time, just keep your eyes open, cause right. I mean I know if I don't if I don't have a good vibe about a spot while I'm in there. I don't care if I just paid twenty dollars to get in. It's time to go. I gotta go. Gotta go. This ain't this ain't where it's supposed to be because you 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 know you can you can feel it a little bit if you if you just paying attention. Um, Unless you like, I couldn't imagine being in a in a store in a in a Walmart and just you know you don't know where the sound coming from, but it ain't a natural sound that's supposed to be going on in there and. All you know is it's getting closer to you. And, hey, you, 
Hey, you run the wrong way, you run right into it. You stay there, you 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 know you you hoping for the best. But I mean, hell, it's, mm-hmm. it's forty people that 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 got mm-hmm. shot. Um, it was thirty six people that got shot in Dayton in thirty seconds. Yeah. Wow. Now, yeah, they, people say like guns ain't the problem, but it's the it's the type of gun. Like, uh, let's get these muskets <clears throat> back. Let's get the bayonets back. Or you gotta load them joints every time. <laughs> Like this, like it can't. Like Chris Rock said, make bullets cost like five thousand dollars, and then you ain't gonna be out here just randomly spraying out folks unless you uh, got paper like that. Um, Head crack on the radio was like, yo, you probably need to put a chip in these guns that'll keep them from working in certain certain places, um, unless you had clearance. Mm. That would be. Mm. Decent, but I mean, hell, it's it's workarounds. I mean, I know that's that's not. Yeah, whenever it's whenever we create something or whenever something is created to protect us, you know, a crook or you know, an, a a criminal will right. do their job, which is to make the workaround. Make the workaround exactly. So it's it's just like it's just like even at my job, we create one rule because something happens, but it and it ends up affecting everyone else that, you know, wouldn't be that way. And my I, I think my job has plays a part in how paranoid I am, you know, you know, when I'm going around the branch, when I'm showing up to work, when I'm making sure the opening procedures are done correctly. Um, when you come in, you got a hood on your head, I would tell you take your hood off. I've backed up from people. You know, a guy literally had a jacket on, he reaching in, so I'm like, hey, let me show you something. He wanted to show me a check, but I bagged up and I said, you have to take your hands out your pocket, sir. And he was like, oh, I'm so sorry. You know, I'm like, yeah, you can't even, you, you can't be you around. I don't, I don't know you, you like that. You in a bank and you telling me you want to show me something. Right. Like I'm, I, I real, I trip real hard between eight and five at work. <laughs> real hard. Like, yeah, real hard. Listen, so I worked at a bank. I worked at Regional Bank from like 05 to 07 in Little Rock and it was Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve, I'm sitting there and I'm, didn't want to be there, it was snowing. I hear all these, I start hearing police cars, sirens. Now it's not uncommon to hear sirens because it was a busy street, the fire department was right down the street. Mm-hmm. Then it was more and more and more, but the sound wasn't going away. Mm-hmm. Somebody ran up into the bank next door and just bust in, shot somebody, Robbed him, took off. And when I tell you, when I tell you that was probably some of the scariest stuff that I'd ever been around, that, you know, it could it could be that easy. I was kind of, I was, it, it could be just that easy. Yeah, it is. Um, and yeah, like I said, it's, you're not going to get all the guns, but there are certain people, there are certain people that need them. There are certain people that, that are able to have them. Like having a gun should be a privilege, not necessarily a, uh, a necessity. Um, yeah, South Korea had lax gun laws way, way back then, and they had tons and tons of gun violence. They've only had two mass shootings since 2011 that I'm aware of, and there was one in 2011 and one in 2015. The one in 11 was on the military base. That's where you see most of the guns at. Somebody had an episode. But at the end of the day, like we gotta we gotta figure something out, and we ain't gonna figure it out by giving lame excuses and trying to sugarcoat how all of this stuff how all of this stuff is playing out. And, and we ain't gonna figure it out as long as Trump is our president either. No, I mean they don't they don't want to. It's I understand it's some money. I understand it's money in that, but. Um, like I said, it's just, it's so many conversations that need to be had that a lot of people aren't having um, because they try to take it down in all these different avenues or, you know, what about this or what about that or what about this or what about right. that? And mm-hmm. I'm like... Instead of addressing what actually needs to be, be addressed. addressed. Yep. Yeah. And so yeah. if we want to say it's this, if we want to say it's mental illness... And not guns, then let's talk about mental illness and how we can fix that and how we can keep people with mental illnesses from getting guns. 
any of them. I don't I don't know what mental illness trigger what, but any of them. Hey, you need a bodyguard. I just think the screening f- for purchasing a gun. I mean, I know you can get gun without you know. Uh, illegally, a gun lot of you can get gun shows, and I know you're not just doing it the old-fashioned way, going into um, the pawn shop or whatever, or gun shop or whatever, and getting it. But I just think the screening process could be a little bit more stricter, a little bit more tougher. I think that you know someone's coming in to get a gun, and you know they don't have a hunting license, or they just the guy that just work at the gas shell gas station. It should be more questions for for him. Why do you need a gun? Um, Ballet Barbie 85 said they need to sell ru- rubber bullets for regular people and the military should have the real bullets because they're the professionals. I rubber bullets. A rubber bullets will tell you. I don't want to ever experience that. I never have either, but I've heard... It will tell you. Uh, I don't know if anybody's ever been shot by a paintball gun. I was just about to say I heard those yeah. hurt. They I've seen the damage. Leaving serious bruises on people. No, thank you. Yeah, you, <laughs> but that's you, a good, you get that's shot a with good enough idea. of those, you ain't going to do what you're going to do. Right. Yeah. Wow. Depending on where you get them. Now you get it, you, I mean, it'd be some up close joints, but, man, I say, I just, I just want to know when we're going to start working towards a legit solution. Like a, a legit When the president solution. starts to lead this country towards working to a mm-hmm. legit solution. Because right now he's not doing that. He is so. That man is so narcissistic. Hey, he's trying to sell he the right so things now. Only <laughs> election he really right. Only election cares coming about up. himself. Yeah. Truly. Yeah, the election coming up. He's trying to sell the right things now, but he can't when, even when get you... the he can't even get the city right where the people got shot. Mm-hmm. Calling the, the city Toledo. I mean, we ain't saying I ain't never said smart. But. I have several. Cities. I didn't know that. Yes. <laughs> Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, one job. One job. All right, good people. I appreciate everybody for tuning in. Guys, if you haven't shared this feed, if you haven't put it here, if you have shared this feed but hadn't commented that you had shared it, in the comment section, um, I will not see it. But I want to thank everybody for tuning in. We will be back August 12th with some more. We might get to this Billy Graham stuff because we got to talk about. Uh, no, we, we didn't get to get to that tonight. Yeah, these folks not being able to control themselves or trying to control the whole situation <laughs> in these streets. And, um, yeah, before we get out of here, um, I got to tell you all this one thing. So when I, right before I got ready to leave. Uh, number two, I told you he had a little bit of sass to him, right? And um, he said something, and I was like, he was like, yeah, Mr. Jason. And I was oh. like, uh, number two, what's wrong with your hip? And number one, hit him with the, he hit him with a good joke. He was like, yeah, he got scoliosis, Mr. Jason. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good I bet one. You didn't wanna, I bet you didn't want to see that boy with his hand on his hip, though. Well, you know, if he got scoliosis, he probably got to hold his hand there. But that was. I was like, that's that's pretty funny, number one. That was that was a good one. That was a good one. He got scoliosis because oh, I can't I can't do it. My my body don't work like that, but he <laughs> he, he figures it out. Yo, until next time, y'all be safe out here in these Please streets. I wanna, be I wanna safe. Make sure y'all come back and catch us next show. Please but, be uh, safe. Thank everybody for tuning in. Yes, and to all the wonderful little kids that went back to school, y'all are so cute. <laughs>